Politically Inclined. <laughs> I'm Danny Stewart, the editor-in-chief for Comically Inclined. I'm here with my usual co-hosts, Blake and uh, Jared. Hi, my name is Jared. <laughs> this is like the fourth time we've done this and he can't remember my name. <laughs> I, the uhs are just normal for me. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Blake's our social media manager and uh, Jared... Uh, doesn't have a job yet, but he's here. I um, I was the official fluffer last week, right? Yeah. 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 No, you were the assistant to the, the, the fact assistant checker. to the fluffer. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm the assistant fluffer. And this week we have special guest Blind Velvet. Yeah. Welcome, guys. Oh, well, Alan and Matt from Blind Velvet, right? Yeah. yeah. You got it. You're missing a whole ass drummer. Yeah. He's not important. Don't worry about. Yeah. Him. No, drummers aren't real people. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> that is that has always been my motto. Just sit behind those drums, seize away, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that not in, that's not insensitive you're, at all. You're lucky we have video right now. Nobody would have yeah. known what you've been doing. <laughs> oh, that's true. So just the audio podcast, that's going to be very confusing. Yeah, it'll be very confusing. Okay, so today we are talking about a couple of fun new things. We've got uh, Titans Episode 9 dropped. Uh, what if Episode 8... Um, some new rumors about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Some uh, confirmed, well, pretty much confirmed uh, pictures and video of, from the set. Mostly of, pictures, yeah. Of two people that we're you know, pretty sure have been in the movie the whole time, but they're acting like are, they're not. Um, Jared, do you want to talk about that a little bit? So we did get a photo confirmation of Andrew Garfield and yeah. also a short video of him yelling out Peter. Parker. Well, no, he didn't say Parker, but he said Peter, uh, and he was in a Spider-Man outfit. So right, and the thing that's been like confirmation for all of this is that every time something has been leaked, Sony has gone after it to get it taken off of the internet. Sure, yeah. And now they're to where they're not even trying anymore. I think they're leaving this online. Well, I think it's because we're at the back door of the second trailer or the first full yeah. trailer. Yeah. The rumor I just heard the other day is that this next trailer that's coming out is going to have Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in it, so they're just not even worried about it anymore. They're just getting ready to drop that. Do you think that makes the hype better? Like, I feel like everybody that would know already knows that it's going to happen, but, you know. I feel like we've been hunting this down for, like, two years now, that whether or not they're going to be in the movie. So I would say, you know, it's kept us pretty busy. Yeah. Um, and probably a little bit distracted from other things that are going on in the movie. Um, apparently, from a leak I saw, um, it's going to be uh, Andrew Garfield and Doctor Strange. Not Andrew Garfield. Tom Holland's Spider-Man and Doctor Strange literally fight in this movie, too. Yeah. At some point, he steals something from Doctor Strange, and they have a full down, like full-out knockdown drag-out in the streets of New York. And that scene with him knocking his astral projection out of his body is actually from their fight. That's how it ends. Because he's trying to grab that, what he had in his hand. What is that It's a box. uh, It's either, they say one or two things. Either a box where it's like a prison uh, that he's like storing the bad guys from different universes. Hmm. Or it's a key to the prison that uh, he has them in. Yeah, that's... uh, I would not heard that, but that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I have another theory. It is the mother box from Justice League, and yeah, they isn't. open up the it possibility isn't. of a DC <laughs> MCU no. crossover. Marvel doesn't want to 
run their movies down the drain this quick. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It another you 50 know years before <laughs> they do that. Is is that the thing that would save DC is to start just piggybacking on Marvel's That's movies? That's the only thing yes. that would save DC. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Ben Affleck is a decent man. <laughs> ben Affleck is my favorite Batman. That's a hot take. That's all I can say. I didn't. What is wrong with that? Because I'm I'm a, I'm a DC guy. I like yeah. I like Ben Affleck. Uh, but now last time we got a, a leaked trailer from the uh, teaser of Spider Man, it was two days later we got the trailer, the actual real leak. So I mean, Venom does come out tomorrow. So they've already dropped reviews for Venom. Uh, right. You sent, you shared with us mm-hmm. the Cosmic yeah. Wonder has right. done a, a review, and he was saying that if you don't even like Venom, that post credit scene is the thing to stay for. It's Appar- a shocker, surpriser. Yeah, and he said it's not even what everybody's expecting it to be, which is the right. the rumored post credit scene for Venom Two was that Tom Holland's going to swing through the background right. in the movie, and Venom's going to see him. So, but he said somehow it ties everything in together. But he also said that it ties two universes together, but not the universe you're thinking. Right. So I'm wondering if we're going to get the... Raimi-verse? No. Yeah. I wasn't thinking Raimi, but that's Sony. You're right. Raimi or Garfield, I mean. I'm trying to think of what other properties they had, though. Like, Maybe they got a deal to bring the Fox Mutant-verse in. You know, what if it's an X-Men character? Fantastic Four. A Hugh Jackman cameo? Oh. <gasps> Sorry. That was a weird reaction to the words Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's my man crush. I get Oof. it. Yeah, I'd rather see that in MCU. Not Listen, I'm not saying I have verse. a man crush, but if it was, it would be Ryan Gosling. Our, our fact checker, Ben, and our uh, human relations <laughs> specialist, Ben, is in the chat. Hi, Ben. Um, he says it's Deadpool. It's that, be... That's believable. Well, that'd be interesting. Because Deadpool could actually tie in. Both universes eventually. That's, That's true. I mean, I, I we already know we're getting him movie. in the MCU. So, yeah. could you imagine Deadpool and Venom like a buddy cop, like '80s buddy cop movie? Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. We shouldn't do that. That's well, way that's too much. Usually, happiness. in a buddy cop, you have a straight man and a a funny man. But I wouldn't really consider the Eddie Brock Venom. Well, Eddie Brock is the straight man, and then you have like it's three basically. Eddie Brock yeah. doesn't want to do no nonsense. Two chuckleheads and yeah, yeah, Eddie yeah. Brock. So, I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah, let's write it. So, Titans Episode 9 was very Raven-forward. Um, it's all about Raven trying to bring Donna Troy back to life, um, or Wonder Girl, as some people know her, um, mm-hmm. but trying to bring her back to life. And then one of the characters who died previously in the series... Um, well, you just said Donna Troy died. Donna Troy did die in the end Spoilers. of Season 2. Oops. You're done with Season 2, right? <laughs> no. oh, wait, yeah, you've watched Mother it. Motherfucker. I lied. <laughs> He's been reading the it's been cliff a busy notes. week. He's got a lot going on. Wow. Like, oh wait, he my said the God. end of season two she died, not like this last episode. Oh, yeah. No, I'm like season two, episode eight. Yeah. So to answer Joseph in the comments, uh, there was a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe uh, comic where he literally killed everyone in the Marvel Universe and then moved on to killing all of the creators of every kind of fictional universe. Sounds which like was Ultron. like Ultron. Huh? Sounds like Ultron. Not not unlike the uh, <laughs> What If Episode 8 Ultron, which we will get to in a minute. But yeah, there was. Um, what was I talking about? Uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel. No, no, no. Before that. <laughs> what were we th- oh, I was talking about Titans. So Donna Troy dies at the end of Season 2. Uh, spoiler. 
Um, so is this who you've been hiding this whole time? No, no. Oh. Season three, a much different character dies. Oh. And and that character shows up in this episode as well, along with the dead Donna Troy in the afterlife. And uh, Tim Drake, who's, as we all know, is the third Robin from, from Batman. Did you guys know uh, that? Mythos. We, we, we did know that. We did know that. Yeah, we oh, it's true. The third Robin, that. Tim Drake, has featured <laughs> in uh, Titan season three as well. And he's not a Robin, but he wants to be. Um, and he's, through his incredible investigative skills, has discovered the secret identities of all the Titans, and he's tracked them all down, and he's trying to catch Red Hood by himself, and he ends up getting killed. Um, but So Donna and this other character are trying to save Tim, and that's what the whole episode's about, and the rest of the episode is about Raven living on Themyscira, trying to bring Donna Troy back to life. It's a good episode. It wasn't great. It's filler. Um, I'm looking forward to the next episode when they get down to the Titans actually being together again. So after that, we have What If Episode 8. So I had Holy some crap. crazy fan theories that, that I was telling you guys about that none of it was true, uh, which is a little upsetting because I still don't understand why uh, Vision looks like Vision. I don't think that would have been Ultron's choice. Really? Yeah, because the, the way they explained the way Vision looked in the movie in Age of Ultron was that because he's part Tony Stark, part the Mind Stone, part Ultron, Jarvis. and part Thor. Well, Jarvis. Jarvis yeah. And part Jarvis. Because Thor's lightning is what brought him to life. So he's <laughs> part Thor also. Yeah. But because he's a mix of all those things, his look is based on kind of elements of all of them. He's got the red of – his face is the red of Iron sure. Man with the gold highlights. And he's got the cape from Thor. And, you know, it's all it's all kind of generally – his superhero look. But in the movie, wasn't his body already created in that? The body was in there. So, But he can change his the color of everything. Right. When he comes out of the the coffin, he's just naked and purple. Right. He changes all of that like afterwards. we all are. Really. Right, right. Yeah, we all come out naked and purple. Right. Except for Alan. He was covered in hair. Um, <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. that's you true. Get you back for hairy Oprah. baby. That's true. Get me back for Oprah. Walk straight to work. <laughs> but he, uh... <laughs> I just imagine a small baby, just like wait, you know, just coming out of a clown, putting on a hard hat, going straight to work. <laughs> Same shit, different day. Sometimes Where's my sandwich? Like <laughs> but yeah, so I don't understand why Ultron chose the same colors as Vision. I get that they're. You know, as a narrative, they want him to look like Vision, so you understand it's the same hey, body. Hey, it's a hot killer. I mean, but you know, didn't in the comics a lot of attention to you in the comics? Ultron made Vision, and Vision was basically the same scheme as what Tony Stark made him, right? So in the comics, um, Ultron did not create Vision. Oh, that's so, what I was fact checking. Yeah, he did. Yeah, not. no. So in the comics, Ooh. Wonder Man died, and they wanted to save Wonder Man. Oh, okay. So they took his consciousness. And uploaded it into the original Human Torch robot, and that's what Vision is, because the first Human Torch from the like Golden Age of Marvel was a was a robot. He was a cyborg, okay. not a cyborg. He was a an android, sure, that could catch fire and he saved people or whatever. And then they put the they brought out the Fantastic Four and had a whole different Human Torch, and they kind of put Human Torch on mothballs. And then they had the storyline where they wanted to save Wonder Man and create a new character. And they put him in this android, and that became Vision. Um, Vision nice. doesn't have the Mind Stone in the comics. He no. does have a stone, but it's it's just a focus for his energy. Yeah, Ben says 
changes to gray the 32 times he's shown dyed. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you get the white vision, um, but, which we didn't get zombie vision, which is a which was a thing in the comics. Yeah, makes sense though. Why I mean he can't become a zombie. No, he wasn't a zombie, but his dead gray corpse came back to life uh, without any kind of mental powers, mm-hmm. and he was just kind of roaming around just this dead, moving gray body. That's scary. Before they brought him back to being Speaking vision. of white vision, I'm ready to see him again. I, He's bound to pop up again, probably. We're talking about the white vision and Wanda v- in vision. Yeah, not, yeah uh, WandaVision. Not racist vision. No, no, just no, no, no. no. The WandaVision vision. I'm, watching, I'm not watching this show no more. Definitely a, la- <laughs> definitely a lack of pigment vision. Not Purple vision is my vision. vision. That's all I know. <laughs> I, want, I want the white vision. But So Thanos shows up and makes everything about Ultron worse because the second he steps out of his ship, 50-50. vision, Ultron, <laughs> cuts him in half, takes the, the rest of the Infinity Stones, which that was your guys' question. How does he get the Soul Stone? Well, now we know Thanos already had it. I really, I really wonder though, is it, is it that easy just to him, him right in half like that? I mean, if, if that's the case, why not just wait for him to come to Wakanda? And the, why didn't Vision do that to begin with? Yeah, <laughs> while he was ripping the Mind Stone out of his forehead, just yeah. <laughs> unless it's one of those things where you know he's good. He he's you know the balance of morality you know right and wrong true. so he, he probably doesn't would like hold to back take hesitate I mean, what, well, he, none of the su- superheroes were trying to kill Thanos like I mean even Thor whenever he hit him in the you know like I don't think Thor was necessarily trying to kill him kill him but uh you know like they weren't actually doing force to kill him they were just right. trying to stop him so Vision didn't have that uh, yeah. <laughs> that hindrance he was like all right cool give me those stones yeah and so that's the so he's in just regular vision mode at that point, and then uh-huh. he puts on the Ultron armor after that. So that's even... We see him just looks exactly like Vision for no reason whatsoever. Anyway, whatever. Uh, ben, I'm pretty sure he did still sacrifice Gamora. She's the only thing he ever loved. So I don't think so. You don't think so? Ooh. No. Who do you think he sacrificed to get the I Soul Stone? I think Gamora sacrificed Nebula to give Thanos the Soul Stone. Ooh, hot take. I bet we don't see that clarified ever. But because it does show Gamora later on with the uh, armor, like Thanos style armor on that in the What If series. Yeah, but that's an alternate reality. All these are tying in together because it shows Sorcerer Supreme and Party Sword talking uh, on one of the previews. So I think all these are not going to be anthologies. I mean, I think they're going to all, you know, tie in together. So you think the Gamora we're getting in Thanos armor is directly from the timeline where Ultron killed yeah, Thanos? Yeah, because I think she's going to be pissed off that he just killed, killed him from the same universe. Yeah, the only problem I have with that is in his own universe, Earth with uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye was the only planet left, and he'd wiped out everyone else. True. Because he, he was standing in a universe that he brought yeah, peace then to. Then he went into the multiverse. Oh, yeah, which that's is, right. So Gamora, that Gamora shouldn't really be around. Right. That's what makes her even scarier, because she is around. Yeah. Just lurking. Oh, what, what if Gamora came from the same universe that Thanos walked into? Or was, or was that the... Oh, that was the very end. That, yeah, that's yeah, Ultron's yeah, yeah, main yeah, okay. universe. It was yeah, as soon as right. he got the body or yeah. defeated and, the and Avengers. Because that. that, that's the up. crazy thing is even in the vastness of that universe, like yeah. that's only one of you know countless other ones. Yeah, so That's what's nuts is like, you have infinity. Wait, it's an entertaining thought, though. Yeah, yeah that is kind of cool. Maybe Gamora's Gamora sacrificing Peter Quill for the Soul Stone. Oh. oh. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, we probably won't ever find out, but maybe we will, and so, that'll be exciting. 
so Danny and I were talking about this at work today. Uh, Danny, you said that this was probably the first instance of the Watcher actually fighting, correct? Yeah, I couldn't. I looked. I yeah. couldn't find any instance of him actually battling anyone in Marvel Comics. Just interfering. But he is a badass. Yeah. I was caught off guard with that. He straight up fucking brawled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had that sweet Have you guys seen this armor. episode yet? Uh, okay. No. Cool. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll tight, we'll tight. get to the top five in a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're chilling. Nerds! <laughs> we got the rock stars sitting over here in the corner. I thought this was a music podcast. This is bullshit. I keep sitting here thinking about the time that Danny met Oprah. I can't get over. I did. I did yeah, meet just Oprah. Like we can't. We can't deny your theory. We can't necessarily deny that Danny was on Oprah, even though we don't believe it at all. No facts. Yeah. So Danny no made proof. claim earlier that he was on an episode of Oprah way back in the day with his family. Yes. The whole theme of it was large families. But he has, really it's has true. no proof. He just said it's it. True. Like, I do have proof, actually. I have a he video of my mom talking to Oprah. Follow up next week. But I he said, a, I was I have, on Oprah. And yeah. then he said, I was in the audience. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I was on Oprah. Then he said, I'm on the audience. What I said was... Because the show was about large families, all of the guests were in the audience because they didn't have room for everybody on stage. So the guests were the audience, and they had I'm, each family individually. They talked to them each individually. They interviewed them individually. Oh, in in the audience? Yes, I, and Oprah uh, talked to my mom. I'm putting a personal phone call into Oprah in about 20 minutes. Yeah, do that. <laughs> do that. Tell so her I said, what's up? Do you know Danny Stewart, Miss Oprah? <laughs> I'll say, Miss Oprah. the quiche <laughs> recipe. I, I was... It is the, on. Uh, thank you, Ben. It is on Facebook. Actually. I played in the Rams bucket in Bucks game this weekend. But you did. I was sitting in the, uh, <laughs> the stands the whole time. This is so. this will go on the comically inclined page. So yeah. well, I when have, we see it, we'll apologize. I I, yeah. yeah, I will apologize when I see Rid- the video. Ridiculous. I will. I'm definitely sending it to your ass, Alan. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna issue a full written statement and apology From to Blind Danny Bell. Stewart. <laughs> It'll have our letterhead An on the top. Ben, ben says he's gonna he's gonna find it. We'll run it as the pre-show next week. Now you have, <laughs> now you have the wait screen will be now the you Oprah have thing. Ben, the fact checker, lying on the no, line. no, hundred percent. Uh, We're bringing into question well, Ben's job currently to the fact checker. Yeah, so I true. I can't agree with what Ben's saying right now. So. Uh, so what do you think uh, is going to happen in the next episode? So we have, you know, uh, Ultron going around doing his thing, and then the Watcher and uh, what do we call him, Doctor Strange? So- Evil Doctor Strange? Sorcerer. Or, uh, I would just call Supreme. him Dark, Dark Doctor Strange. Dark or... Doctor Strange. Yeah. So what do you think they're going to be doing? Are they going to go to other multiverses and get the heroes and assemble yeah. them? I, we'll I think to. we're going to get a multiverse Avengers yeah. Yeah. with Captain Carter as the leader. And... Party Thor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Party Thor. Oh. Gamora, I think the, yeah. that Gamora is going to join. We'll get somebody from the zombie verse. Yeah. Is that? No, I don't know. They, didn't mean, really they leave had that episode. Out. They have to tie that in somehow. So I'm wondering if we're not going to get the zombie, the Marvel zombies as villains against the like when Ultron brings his army mm-hmm. to them. Oh wow! If he's not going to bring the Marvel zombies as part of Let's it, release us. Zombie Thanos on Ultron. See how that works because he's got the gauntlet. And he uses yeah. it. That's true. That's true. We could also get good guy Thanos that's hanging out with uh, yeah. T'Challa <laughs> showing up Such ready to fight. Man. Yeah. I mean, they're all going to get just zipped down the middle. That's all that's really going to happen. Now that we it know seems that that's like if Thanos that was enough thing. to kill Thanos with four of the Infinity Stones, that would work on literally everyone. So yeah. What I want to see is just 
T'Challa, Star-Lord, come in, save everybody. And yeah. That's, wrap it up like that? Well, T'Challa, Star-Lord, come in. <laughs> talk him be, out of it. Be <laughs> talk, Marvel's... Talking AI. Yeah. Been on talk Mar- <laughs> Marvel's version of Lando Calrithian, and he talks Ultron out of killing everyone and giving over the Infinity Stones. There you go. <laughs> we also have a whole... Th- a very MCU-specific thing in that the Infinity Stones work outside of their given universe, which is not the case in the 616. Yeah, that right. is true. But huh. all of these multiple realities, the the MCU is an alternate reality to the 616, so I don't understand why they're letting them break this rule because it basically breaks the rules for the entire Marvel multiverse because this, the MCU exists within the multiverse of the Marvel comics. Right. So they're breaking a huge MCU rule just for the the sake of this story. Do you, do you think that somehow the tie-in of Fan, or not Thanos, Ultron being like the last thing in the universe and it was so quiet that he could actually hear the watcher narrate him, like that's what it was allowed him to be able to break into the multiverse? I don't know. And then by you know that he was able to use the Infinity Stones and other it, things. It could be argued that he didn't really jump into another universe when he attacked Uatu, but sure. from there he did jump to multiple universes. Yeah, and he did use his Infinity, Infinity Stone shouldn't have worked in that instance. Yeah. Well, so maybe we'll find out. I, I don't think we'll it's get only an because Ultron's so strong. He's only. He's only allowed to do it. Yeah, it's just <laughs> they're just breaking rules for Ultron because so the show could happen. <laughs> Yeah, but I do want to talk about this Uatu fight. The the Watcher brought it. Whenever he just flew up in the air and just like the armor, <laughs> dons this golden armor yeah. and just starts straight brawling with Ultron, I thought that was so badass. That's probably my favorite fight of the series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd say great. so. Like it was probably the most unexpected one. I thought that Ultron was gonna smack him around a little bit and then he'd just flee, but he yeah, fought back. I thought he was about to die, you know, when he had his hand on his head and he started to Yeah. Oh yeah. But the, up what is the Watcher in the the Marvel universe like? What is he a classification of like a being or? They're Watchers. A... They're an ancient race. Okay. They're literally the Watchers. Sure. That's... I didn't and know. I didn't think they, they predate like... the universe. They've been around yeah. since the beginning of time. They've okay. watched. And didn't everything. Watu get like in the comics? Bunch of perverts. Get in trouble for interfering in band or something yes. like that. Yeah, he got in trouble for for act, acting for doing things because their whole thing is they're just supposed to watch. How do you think this is going to happen? It's a very specific kink for the Watchers. You don't yeah. participate. You just watch. Right. So, right, right, right. You're not the they're doer. Just, they're just the there watchers. to chronicle the universe. Yeah. And, and really in this, I mean, it wasn't his choice oh, to intervene. Right. So, And I don't think we'll see him punished for it. Not this time. Um, I also don't think we're going to see him in the movies. That's I, what I was going to ask. Do you think we'll ever get a live version of that? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, we did. They were in Guardians well, 2. I mean, a real live version of that. Yeah. That was just a quick little insert. That right. Was kind of they were just hanging out there talking to Stan Lee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I think that's too hard to put to, like, live action and explain. Like, there's a lot of cool Marvel storylines and things you could add, but they're still building this universe where they can't just pull in randomness like that and be like, hey, this is a thing. I do want to say I'm a little jealous of uh, Ultron because the Watchers have the most punchable heads I've ever seen in my <laughs> oh, entire yeah. life. And he got to tee off on one of them. And in my entire life, I've been like, man, I want to punch that. <laughs> and uh, and I finally got to see somebody else do it, but you know I'm never gonna get the chance. Giant baby heads, just 
bounce what they look like. You're not yeah. supposed to punch babies. That's no, you can't punch babies. You don't do that. And I can't physically punch the watcher like because giant he's, he's fictional. Baby doll foreheads where you just want to push in the forehead. <laughs> you can't you have punch two babies. Kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I am so sorry, I, I grew Wyatt. up with two younger sisters. So sorry. And me and my brother would all the time would push in the baby doll heads. Yeah. Where it was caved in. I've, you know, every <laughs> time I saw <laughs> every time I saw Wyatt, I thought, what happened to your forehead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you a true story. I once got shot in the head by a bottle rocket. I still, what? I still have the scar right there. I got knocked out. Woke by up a with bottle a, rocket? Yeah. Yeah, it happened. Is this an Oprah story? This is another Oprah story. No, 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 no. No, no, I could call witnesses right now that remember it. My mom cried. Because you got shot with a bottle rocket? It, Dude, it knocked me out. I had a golf ball-sized bruise on my on my forehead, serious? and they literally, where it hit me, if it would have hit me two inches lower, it would have... My eye would have gotten popped. When I was oh, in school, yeah. my friends and I strapped PVC pipes to our arms huh? and would Nick load... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Roman candles and bottle rockets into them and fire them at each other. Yeah, that's what punties. we were doing. Yeah, we yeah. built PVC guns and like nobody ever shot each other. That's don't do this at home, kids. Yeah, don't do it. It's not. Well, I mean, if you're gonna do it, you're probably not gonna get hit. But don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Danny so said that I, guy who got hit. Danny yeah. said that I was born with a bunch of hair and I did have a horse eat my hair as a child. If that counts, this is my childhood injury. <laughs> wow. I just like to throw that in there. That's I'm, true. I was there. Anybody that's why I wear this hat. Like trauma incidents. <laughs> Let's Alan, just all I'm, tell I'm stories. I'm so sorry I brought that up. I didn't mean to hurt you like that. Childhood trauma, man. That's why I'm wearing this hat. Don't <laughs> hurt him. <laughs> my hair got eaten by a camel just on the top. I'm in a horse. I can't even keep my story straight now. He's, straight, he's so upset. <laughs> now I can't remember. Danny, look what you've done to me. You've put me in a bad spot, man. <laughs> Trauma's real. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's the show. <laughs> no, it is time for my favorite segment. And I think everybody's favorite segment. Heather, hit us with that logo. Yeah. All right. So this week we have um, we're doing top five non superpowered heroes. Um, we discussed this beforehand. Um, characters like Iron Man count as non superpowered heroes sure. if you just need a list. Okay. Batman, Iron Man, they kind of fall. If anybody has Batman on their list, that is so obvious, it's ridiculous. Hey, man, fuck you. Okay? Specifically, specifically. I didn't put him on there because I knew somebody else would. Specifically for me, I am a 1960s Batman, straight up and down. Adam West could kick any superhero's ass. I'm just letting you know that. Adam West is where it's at. I think so that's, I, a, that's a hot take from Blind Velvet. That is a hot take, well, you, and it's No, it's true. a hot take from Big Al. Just from Al. Just from Al. born the year that the Adam West Batman movies came out. Oh, yeah, like 1962? You got to look at him. About? Forever ben. Young right there. Yeah, uh, 68 was... Uh, the... Did you fact check that, Danny, or did Ben? I don't have to. Danny, you've already embarrassed him. Oh, yeah, he yeah, just knows that. Jeez. Ben, would you fact check that for me? Uh, <laughs> that, was not, that was not 1968. His favorite Joker, Cesar Romero, so... All right. Yeah, well, I'm is. hyped then. Danny, we agree on something. Thank you. you Cesar Romero was that. on Oprah, too. <laughs> he actually was, though. And I bet he got shot with a bottle rocket in the forehead. My God. And eaten by a horse. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like I want to put money on this. <laughs> <laughs> How many references can we make in one show? Uh, At least but, a few more. Um, because you guys are here and you're our special guest, I'd like to give you uh, first shot. So why don't you give us your number five? Number five is uh, Danny gave me a free pass on this one. So, so it's it's Ace Freely from Kiss. 
because they were in a comic book once. Well, okay. And I understand that he kind of had a superpower, sure. but he's a real life superhero. So. And they met Scooby Doo and Shaggy one time. You know, they so. also met the Family Guy people yeah. more than once. Alan, I, I do want to say Ben fact checked it. It's nineteen sixty six. Yeah. How about that, Danny? How about that? You said sixty two. <laughs> okay. Well, well we were both, both right. a little off. Yeah, you were more off than I was. <laughs> Man, that hurts. But anyway, Ace Freely. So my favorite member of Kiss. And I don't want to turn you against me here, but I'm not a fan of Kiss at all. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, what? Yeah. (laughs) But I I do like Ace Freely. That went differently than what I thought. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that either. I had no idea he had that prepared. I just want to go off record and say. I legitimately thought he was going to take he his shirt off and, and start fighting. <laughs> <over>. <laughs> I was, because his like shirt came up all the way and I saw his stomach at first, I was like, oh, he's got a tattoo. It's going to be awesome. And then he just rips the shirt down. And it's a full cat man. I'm like, man, that's something. I actually uh, didn't plan that. It was the only shirt that was clean. So Perfect. But yeah, Ace Freely, he's a, you know, I think. I think he's really a hero because he left Kiss, you know, and he hasn't come back. Well, he was fired, but, you know, if you want to call it leaving Kiss, I guess that counts, too. Do you remember he... when they did the VH1 icons, or the yeah. MTV icons? Oh, yeah. And that was amazing. And they did a super group with Dave Grohl and... Uh, Rob Zombie, yeah. uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax. Yeah, and, and Ace Freely. And Slash, yeah, and Slash yeah. on it, too. And I don't think that... And Kiss they didn't. knew that was going to happen. I don't no. think Gene Simmons knew that was coming. Well, then they played God of Thunder, which is Gene's song, and I'm just like, yeah. what happened here? <laughs> it's so badass. <laughs> it's the, awesome. What the hell are you guys talking about? So That's how I felt over here when you guys were talking about Marvel. Ace Freely. In the movies. <laughs> Ace Freely, so the original like, guitar player no for idea. Kiss, got fired from the band. You can explain it to me. I'm not going to understand what's happening. But <laughs> they did a VH1, oh, or an MTV Icons, which was all about Kiss, and they were sure. sitting on the stage with the new guitar player, uh-huh. and they didn't invite Ace, even though he's a founding member of the band he was never oh, invited shit. to the thing yeah yeah so then out of nowhere some of the coolest rockers in existence put together this super group with ace and show up on stage and they all play right in front of the rest of kiss you know you didn't expect it you could see the disdain in like gene's wife shannon tweed like they zoomed up on her face and she was going just yeah. frowning the whole time. But it was time. so good. I'm not going to lie. I was so disinterested in that. I stopped paying attention to what Danny was It's probably my favorite, my favorite thing I know about Kiss. Is that I, I side with Danny on this one. Jared's no longer my favorite. <laughs> That's fair. That's about hey. as long as it usually lasts for most people. <laughs> you were somebody's favorite for a minute, so uh, there's that. All right, Blake. It's because he put the apple butter away. <laughs> That's the way he quit becoming my favorite. Was that a... Oh. Was that a fat joke towards me, Blake? I'm waiting. Jared, can oh, I get I was one like, of those wait rolls? a minute, wait a minute. Huh? Can I get one I of those rolls? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> you want one? Yeah. Okay. This podcast this week is not sponsored by Lambert's uh, Cafe, but we do have rolls from them. So, <laughs> Blake, number five. Uh, my number five. Uh, Nicholas Cage's daughter, <laughs> Hit Girl. Hit Girl. Oh my. Hit okay. Girl, when kid. you said Nicholas Cage's daughter, I was like, <laughs> not yeah, real daughter. Anybody that has Nick Cage as a dad, that you are Big a hero. Daddy's daughter. <laughs> and that was his name. Oh yeah, he was Wait Big Daddy. Big Daddy. <laughs> Fun fact: Nicholas Cage is such a huge Superman fan that his oldest son is named Kal El. Oh wow. No. Uh-uh. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. He was so slated they came between Superman and Elvis. They wanted him to play <laughs> Superman. <laughs> hey. So, hey. Right. so when nuts. Tim Burton was making the uh, Superman movie in the Late 90s, um, they cast Nicolas Cage. But one of the big stipulations for the movie was that Nicolas Cage as Superman would never fly. <laughs> what? The dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> sure. And he had long hair and a rubber Superman suit. Yeah. 
It looked disgusting. So Jesse it was says all bad. he likes Danny more now. Well, yeah. I <laughs> because I don't like Kiss. That's fair. I you're wearing, like we knew there was going to be all this hate towards us. We wouldn't even came here, dude. Man, you're wearing a ghost t-shirt. Ghost is just like a less known kiss. Rats. That is so wrong. <laughs> like a lesser known kiss. We're they just, just piggybacked off We're just kiss. a divided nation. That's crazy. I'm so incredibly sad that Kiss is the founding fathers of corpse paint, and their music is so not metal. Well, it's metal, man. Have you listened to God of Thunder? That's uh, dude. These dudes were spitting blood and spitting fire on stage. It's uh, and not as good as not um, in a metaphorical way. Not as good as Black Sabbath's first album. I can't just name off That's a whole bunch enough. of stuff about I'll Kiss. That is a metal Kiss. fucking album, and it still stands up today. That's heavy. <laughs> He's out. He's done. Jared, give us your number five. <laughs> what happened? We're gonna start our own podcast. <laughs> no, we're not. Can we be guests? <laughs> it's just it's just me and Danny. Now. <laughs> Sorry guys. Y'all arguing back and forth. It's it's literally. You want to call it? Here's the name. I want to rock and roll all night and podcast every day. That's and you way know, just too like that. I'm gonna be in the truck. Yeah, we'll see you <laughs> later. Uh, <laughs> never mind, Danny. Jared, you're back to number one, right. bud. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Why they, wouldn't that be the name of our podcast? No, nah, that's pretty badass. I'll take it. <laughs> the catering situation wouldn't be as good as day old rolls from Lambert's. That's all. Are I they day old? Oh yeah, I got them yesterday. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, yeah, did you yeah. leave them in the car to keep them warm? Today? No, 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 no. They were fully in that's the house. That's a trick right there. Oh, I'd have left them in the car to keep them warm. It works. <laughs> that back window. They I'm do. Never gonna get down. Jared, you're number five. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So my number five is one of my favorite characters from the uh, Marvel universe and that is the punisher one of my just absolute favorites no nonsense like a lot of the times he is just hardcore let's just kill them all you know very cool dude Um, by the way jared looked up my list before we started listen it has been established since last week that if you say the thing first anybody else that says it is copying you i want to give i want to give all five of mine off real quick and then we can go what are you gonna do? <laughs> there is a very small chance that one of mine might be on somebody else's list, but I don't think. Well, you're gonna copy Ben, right? No. All right. I'm not copying Ben. All right. Let, let's. We'll Ben's see. number five is Rorschach from Watchmen. Oh, I thought about Rorschach. That's a good one. Yes. So an analog for uh, the question, Batman. Um, he was meant to be the villain of the series, but technically a superhero. Good one. My number five. Is kick ass. Hell I yeah. put that on my list, yeah. man. Hell I love yeah. I love the story. I'm not a big fan of uh Frank Miller's writing usually or Mark Miller's writing usually. But kick ass kick ass is fun. The comics were good, the movie was good. I don't hate it. Um Aaron Tyler Johnson before he was Quicksilver. Um I love the idea that he's just a teenager. He starts out with the best of intentions. He wants to be like Spider Man and you know, all Wait, the comic book heroes. Him? Huh? That's who played him? Yeah. yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, same Blake. guy. They don't even look the same. Come on, man. Fair. <laughs> but he came a long ways. Wants to be a superhero. <laughs> makes his first stand to protect this girl as a superhero and gets the shit kicked out of him. Gets hospitalized. He's in a coma for like six weeks. When he wakes up, the nerve damage is so extensive that he can't feel pain anymore. And that makes him a superhero. No, no, it doesn't. Just well, for everybody out this, there, no, it doesn't. In this comic, it does. He, he can take a beating, and it never slows him down, and he just keeps getting better and better so at it nuts. until he's kind of decent as a hero. Um, Blind Velvet, sit us with your number four. You, you guys are never going to be able to copy our list, by the way. Number four, Bible Man. You got it. Classic. <laughs> classic. 
All he has to his side is the Lord and the sword of righteousness, baby. (laughs) The sword of righteousness. I don't feel bad at all that I have no idea who Bible Man is. Lay down the truth. I think I can can picture what Yeah, we had the VHS tapes back in the day. I was going to say, Danny, do you have a VHS player? We can loan you the tapes. Hell yeah, purple and yellow. I do have a VCR. Well, I'll bring you the tapes. He had a lightsaber. And he spoke. Sword. Uh, well, it was a lightsaber. <laughs> Holy crap! I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And then Bible <laughs> man, Bible <laughs> man, Bible man. We're starting yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. We're starting a mutiny. I'm trying to remember how what the is happening. We, we brought up Veggie Tales last week. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Larry the cucumbers are third, so yeah. you'll yeah. No, Larry, Larry boy. No, yeah. I'm just I'm just kidding. Oh. That's actually right. We could have put Larry. We could have put Larry only, boy, and now I'm disappointed. Only when you're podcasting in the Bible Belt do you get this much. Religious content. It's more. I think it's more like sentimental, you know, things yeah. growing up that you remember from yeah. a child. Nostalgia or detrimental, when, are you guys, I mean, whichever. Are you guys all from Sykeston? No. Yes, you are. Yeah, I am. Yeah. That's, I'm not going to say anything. Hey, Lambert's. I'm not out. No Where are you there. from, Danny? That's a good question. <laughs> Chicago. Oh. Well, oh. Well. You know, like like Oprah. Oprah makes most. Well, <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> Where the Oprah show is filmed. Right. Is it not windy enough here for you? <laughs> oh, are you so warm right now, Danny? You're wearing shorts and it's fall. Yeah. Put yeah. on some pants. I you, will tell you, you walked outside without shoes when I got here. Mm-hmm. Hippie. <laughs> when I first came down here from the Chicagoland area. Chicagoland. Like July was like being in Satan's asshole. I hated yeah. it. Now I can run three miles here in July. It's not that big of a deal. But when I first moved here, I fucking hated it. Yeah, it's pretty warm. It's a huge difference. Yeah. Blake, number four. Who is it, Blake? I bet I could guess. Is it the Punisher? It's Frank Castle. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Frank Castle again? Oh, see, that should be mine because I know who Frank Castle is. No, I'm I'm goading you into telling me he was the Punisher. (laughs) He's this gentleman that his wife and you know kid was killed, and but yeah, yeah, that's That's, what it was. I mean, (laughs) I think we all know the Punisher. Right. Some call him that. Some don't. So <laughs> I know that. Every time I look over at you guys and ask you, they'd be like, "Certified." Yeah, See, now he's do. he's a certified. He's certified to know all this stuff. Me, you do have to look at me because I right, look right, at right. Now, Ben. <laughs> ben pointed out that um, Frank Castle did become the cosmic ghostwriter, which is a really cool story. He That's gets the powers powered, of ghostwriter. Really. Yeah, but ask, he ask me he who my number on the four list. is. Thanks, I do ben. want to know what your number four is, Jared. So I have a really good one. One of my favorite movies growing up as a kid and one of my favorite stories growing up as a kid. Uh, do you guys know a man by the name of Zorro? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Zorro, one of oh, my yeah. all-time favorite uh, heroes. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Yes. Amazing. Fantastic movie. Amazing. Just, I figured it would be Zorro, Zorro the yeah. Gay Blade would be the one you're going for. Maybe. I'm not even going to respond to you, Danny, because that's how I roll. Shameful. Yeah. Can I can I finish my number four? Or are you just gonna keep it? No, yeah, go ahead. What about the black and white Zorro on uh, like Disney Disney Vault back in the day? Well, I mean, they were all good. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. yeah, yeah. Antonio Banderas did play the best. I do oh, want to yeah. point out that the Mask of Zorro is the movie that Bruce Wayne and his parents were going to see at the theater the night they died. True. Yeah, is that the one with Antonio Banderas in it? No, 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 no. no it's Zorro the Gay Blade. What? Uh, it showed on the marquee thing. I believe it's Mask of Zorro in the comics. Yeah, it's Mask of Zorro. Oh, in the comics. There was a movie, some movie, though, it showed. Yeah. I think it was the Joker movie. I wonder, 
if uh, Zoro or Batman came first in terms of like was Zoro established? Because Zoro's very old. Like, yeah, Zoro very was old pre Batman. And I, I I bet that was probably a callback to saying like, hey, this is kind of an inspiration for Batman as well. It is. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that's Look part of I the stumbled ins- into the reason for the cape <laughs> sure. and the mask. Yeah, the mask. The, the inspiration yeah. for that was that they had went to see hmm. Zoro. What was was Zoro? Because I know in the movie, and, and that's what I'm more familiar with now. But was original Zoro? Did he? Like, did he lose his family, and then that's what turned him into being a like a crime fighter? Or? I I don't know. Ben? I don't know the answer to what actually led the old original Zoro to do so. Ben, I'll give you a dollar if you look it up. I mean, he was <laughs> going to do that anyway, but yeah. Now he's going to do it faster. Now he's going to do it for a dollar. Ben's number four is uh, Billy Butcher. That's a good one. Billy Butcher. From, wow. Billy Butcher from The Boys. Ben says he's not checking this for a dollar. Fifty cents. <laughs> Wait, that's not how that works. <laughs> he said ben told you. He yeah. said, "Oh, now I have to." <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess I won't give you a dollar then, Ben. Uh, we anyway, said that after he put the answer, I on. went up to like two fifty. Billy Butcher <laughs> from the Boys, uh, both the comic and the TV show, played by Carl Urban. Um, he's just a normal person. He was a secret agent, um, good at his job, and then he was wronged by the superheroes in his universe. So he created a team to kill them all off. And it's violent and gory and amazing. Yeah. And on Amazon. Yeah, and Amazon on, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Watch now. Um, my number four is Steel from the Superman comics. Oh, wow. Not the movie. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Definitely not <laughs> the movie. Me too, man. <laughs> so John Henry, Irons, I, John Henry Irons from the Steel comics is one of my favorite characters. He's basically the Iron Man of uh, the DC Universe. Um sees Superman die. He had been saved by Superman previously when he was working on a construction site. And Mm -hmm. as an homage to Superman dying, he decided to build a suit of armor with flight boots and carry a big-ass hammer and start trying to save Metropolis. He's a man with no superpowers whatsoever, but he was a uh, uh, mechanical engineer prior to getting in trouble with the law, going to jail, got out, became a construction worker, and then after he saw Superman die, decided to become a hero. Hmm. He's one of DC's smartest heroes. Um, and uh, he was really fun, especially in the like mid-90s. Um, they haven't done a lot with him lately, but that whole run there where he was just kind of living in that vacuum where Superman wasn't around anymore was a lot of fun. Uh, you guys. Alfred three. Pennyworth, baby. Yeah. Yeah. He had to do the dirty work. He had to clean all of Batman's suits. Batman's daddy. Yep, Those suits smelled so Terribly. bad. Terribly. Actually, sure. what, was it he an agent, actually? Didn't they? He was an MI6 agent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we knew that. Yeah. No, they made a show about it. You guys were just going to Yeah, about Pennyworth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good, he, good he, he killed Bruce Wayne's parents. No, no. That's not right. No, that's not right. No, that is not right. No, no, no. You were double checking that we knew that. Yeah, I was checking. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. Make sure. Ben knows. We all did real good. Ben knows everything. Um, But yeah, uh, Alfred always, he trained Batman um, or helped train Batman. Yeah. Taught him to fight before he became Batman. Um, And yeah, he's been his right hand man the entire time. Sometimes he even has worn the bat suit and fought crime as Batman in Bruce's absence. What the fuck? Yeah, back up. Okay, (laughs) we knew a lot of we knew a lot about Alfred, man. But uh, that one I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. there actually is a an Elseworlds story that that took place years ago 
where Alfred was actually all of Batman's villains. He was so in, what? when he was in when he was in Britain, he was part of a theater troupe. And so because his uh, ward, Bruce Wayne, had gone crazy and decided to avenge his parents' death by fighting crime, he and his theater troupe got together and created all of these whimsical villains and set up traps for him to fight them and get through them. And those were the villains that Batman fought. So it's like he's Don just, Quixote or something. He, yeah. So Alfred in this story is just dicking with Batman the whole yeah. time. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's, just, he's like, ah, he's, he's fucked up. We'll help him you out. Think he's, you being know? Real he's just nice, trying to help him get through it. Yeah. yeah. What the That's fuck? Nuts. Yeah. But that, it's not canon. Alfred's actually dead in the comics right now. What hmm. the fuck? Yeah, the Joker on? killed him. I love Michael Caine. Master Wayne. Master Wayne. All right, Blake. Blake. Number three. Let's get this gravy train rolling, boys. Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. I know it's current and all that, you know, it's the movie and stuff. She's but still uh, very iconic. She is a very talented, gorgeous woman. Mm. And she's gorgeously <laughs> in shape. Yeah. And she does some just gorgeous, awesome things. Do you need you know, a for, for a non-superhero yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, she's a very Blake. attractive fighter. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. That's what you appreciate about her, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Jared, you're number three. <laughs> 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 All right, so my number three is from one of the most iconic trilogies of all time, uh, The Lord of the Rings. And it's not just one. I'm going to lump in four of these boys with it, but the, <laughs> the, the Hobbits from Lord of the Rings. Some of the most you know, unlikely heroes of all time in all of, uh, of uh, what is it, when they, what they call books when you're writing the books? What trilogies. No, 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 no. Sagas. This is something different. Fiction? No, Fantasy? No, 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 no. Like, like um, literature. Literature. Boom. Sorry, guys. Sometimes I got a lot of uh, Lambert's rolls inside of me. But geez, you know the whole story. Of these, you know, these unlikely characters who had no business being heroes, and yet they were the only people in this entire world that could actually do the things they need to do. Aragorn couldn't carry uh, the ring because he knew it would make him fall. You know, mm-hmm. like when a man that noble says, "I can't do it." You like, say the four hobbits. The four hobbits, yeah. Huh. If you pick, do you need one of them? No. no. no okay. I could say sure three of them, and you could take the other one. <laughs> I, I guess you're going from the movies, because obviously not the books, because you're leaving Fatty Bulger out. <laughs> yeah, Fatty Bulger needs to be left out. <laughs> yeah. the, the fifth hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a fifth hobbit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, car- he follows the fellowship to Rivendell, and then after they deliver the ring to Rivendell, he goes back to the Shire, and the rest of them carry on well, to Well, that's Hogan. why they left him out, because he's hit it and go that all the initial way. initial... To get to the fellowship, that's he a had pretty... to walk up hills, man. <laughs> they get chased by the. No, he started out as Fatty Bulger and he ended up with slightly less Fatty Bulger. <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> people keep saying Fatty, okay? Like well, fatty, I really don't like that. Talk to fatty G. was R. his Tolkien, name. Man. It's not like they were calling him that. That was his literal name. It's kind of like the could have been when somebody's skinny. named Booby. You know? It just feels like elementary abreast, school in here right now. Like name. I can't hear it's anything. Who's named Booby? I don't know. I've heard it before. That's a thing. It's my great aunt Booby. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. R.I.P. Boobies. All right, uh, okay. what's Ben's? Ben's number three is the Thomas Wayne Batman from the Flashpoint series. Oh, um, yeah, very the, cool. The Batman that kills. Um, he did not hesitate to shoot blah, people. Blah. So in this alternate reality created by the Flash, um, Bruce died. That. Thomas became Batman, and his mother Martha became the Joker. Yeah, and. Uh, Thomas was a much darker, much meaner, much more violent version of Batman than Bruce would become. Yeah. Um, but also really cool. Still arguably a lot of the attributes like master tactician, good yeah. fighter, you know, just 
I mean, crazy father to son. Like Bruce gets it somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. All from his dad. I mean, his dad was a doctor, so he's also and you know, incredibly shadows, smart. You know. The League of Shadows. Yes. Gross. I was wondering what would break first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before I do my number three, I do want to say that. Ben looked it up. Uh, Don Diego became the swordsman Zorro in order to defend the people of Los Angeles from political oppression. It, I thought he was from Mexico. <laughs> no, this takes place, place in pre-Spanish uh, American War uh, California. So it's been trading hands between Mexico oh, and America. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Did not know that. Well, what was happening in all that time period as well was uh, the Mexican army uh, wanted to reclaim a lot of Texas yeah. and California territory. That's why. That's why though they have such huge Mexican influences. They were very populated with uh, the Mexican people for a long time. So my number three is Luther Strode from we'll the Strange Talent of Luther Strode, a comic book published originally in October of 2011. Um, the story is about a kid who is tired of being bullied. So he sends off for one of those like uh, Charles Atlas style workout magazines that you see in like old comics and stuff where you just like send a slip in and you get a, a, a pamphlet back that teaches you how to work out and be stronger. The only difference is the pamphlet he sends off for is from a, an order of assassins that has been around since the beginning of time. And it was founded by Cain from the Bible, the original murderer. <coughs> and the workouts in it actually work and fine-tune your body to the point that he becomes so powerful that the individual muscles on his body can catch bullets when they're fired at him. It's not a superpower. He just gets such control over the musculature of his body that he can actually shift things around where bullets don't hurt him. He's super strong, super violent, becomes a crazy good martial artist, and he comes up against a whole list of other people that can do the same thing. Well, things. that kind of have to be a superpower to be able to deflect it is without it. He doesn't do anything but work out. He technically trained. It's not he a does superpower. normal workout and training and gains these abilities. That is wild. You know, Nothing somebody's super. tested that out. They've saw, seen some yoke dude and shot him in the arm and then he <laughs> went to jail, right? Like, he didn't yeah. have the wrong like, This dumb. is bullshit. It's like <laughs> the old uh, Dane Cook joke when he's like, when I see somebody in a Superman shirt, I shoot him. And I say, guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, don't shoot people. That's not Yeah, good. don't. Do don't unless, the Superman shirt. unless they're attacking you and you have a gun. Yeah. They shoot, shoot them. them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's or what they guns said are something for. that you didn't agree with politically. <laughs> no. 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 So, Blind Velvet, what's your number two? Okay. Number um, two. We have three options only because I don't know if the first one is accurate. But Nick Fury. Yep. Okay. He exists. But, but if not, uh, Solid Snake. And if not, yep. Snake Plissken. All three work. Yeah. Eye patch guys. Just eye patch guys <laughs> in general. All we three definitely wanted work. to go for a solid eye patch guy for number two. Yeah, nailed it three go. times. I to, so I, I, my my pick was uh, Patchy the Pirate, but he wouldn't let me put that down. So. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Can, is that a VeggieTales reference? No, How the not. hell do Can't you not know who Patchy not. the Pirate is? Did you not watch SpongeBob, Danny? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, I get it. Patchy. Yeah, Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, plays Patchy the Pirate. Offended. Guess what I watched last night, by the way? I watched the original Rugrats movie. Bussin'. Amazing. Dude, it holds up. Some yeah. of the adult humor is that in that Rugrats is in Paris? No, no, no. Rugrats in Paris is the second of the, uh, yeah. of the There's three. There's the Rugrats movie. Yeah. Oh, the first one is when they get Dill. Yes. Yeah. When they adopt Dill. Dill. 
Fuck Dill, man. Listen, I was pro- I was team <laughs> Phil and Lil the whole time. Leave him out in the forest. Just go back Hell home yeah. like nothing happened. Spike like, wouldn't Dill have his ass. He <laughs> cried a little bit, you know, and that's annoying did, as hell. Yeah. Like, you that leave that baby out in the forest. Vision? Huh? Did that movie have smell of vision or was that the the Wild Thornberries movie? I think it was the Wild, Wild Thornberries. Also a very good movie. We Fantastic. should just have an entire podcast talking about Nickelodeon cartoons. Yeah, we could start a whole separate podcast and film that on a different night when I'm not currently doing this one. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> right, yep. His turn, is it? He's going, off, he's going to need off all Mondays. Yeah, yeah. Blake, what's your number two? Nope. Blake. Oh. Uh, Blake. Oh, my yeah, goodness. B. Uh, Hickman. <laughs> oh, this guy. Uh, Daredevil. Matt Murdock. Hold on a second. Nope. I, Hold I, I on it's a second. Be debatable. I, it's okay. Challenge. Challenge right, cha- on the cha- play. Present your argument. Okay, so I agree that for the most part you could consider Matt Murdock to be a non-superpowered hero, mm-hmm. but he had an incident in which it altered his stuff like yes he got blind but everything else became more because intense. he got blind it heightened that's, his sentences did oh, not yeah, give him that's, powers that's that why all blind people are superheroes right you know they are yeah, yeah. Stevie just getting out of bed every day what i'm saying is is i i would put that in line of a slightly altered character i put that in the same thing with like captain america so so you're trying to tell me because he's a disabled person he's not disabled be on the list because he has a disability Oh, whoa, you whoa, walked into whoa. the wrong room, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I did. that's not what I meant. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so can I get final say on this? Because I can clarify this whole thing. Yeah. Okay, so while, while Matt's heightened senses are a superpower, mm-hmm. initially, it was retconned that he started out with heightened senses based on the ooze that he got in his eyes, but that <laughs> the effects of that eventually wore off, and through his training, he was able to maintain the abilities that he got from it. So, he technically doesn't have superpowers. What I heard was he both his right. origin <laughs> was with superpowers. Can we so call I this one a draw, sir? I think you're both right. A draw. Yeah. Oh, a gentleman's challenge. Oh. <laughs> Jared, what's your number two? <laughs> so, my number two is very unlikely, but it's one of my favorite characters from all the Disney Pixar movies. I think it's Disney Pixar. Uh, have you guys seen The Emperor's New Groove? Yes. Yeah. Pacha. From the Emperor's New Groove. Look, listen, listen, listen. Vibe. This guy literally lived for his family, walked as far as a man can walk to the capital city of whatever the place he lived in, asked the dickhole you know, emperor <laughs> if he'd save his town, didn't do it, then saw this man turn into a llama, then helped him go back to the place which the llama was saying he was going to <laughs> then destroy his town, and then help that man, and then became best friends. The like, fact that you said dickhole threw me off. I'm sorry. But the whole description was awesome. All right, let me start back again. All right, yeah. so Pacha. <laughs> no, I agree with you, though. That's like, the... one of the most, like, pure good love characters good in probably too. cinematic yeah. history. Like, the, yeah. the man had, like, a slight fault of going, I'm going to leave this dude here. But most other people would have strangled. Uh... I think we all know that Conk is the hero of that movie. Kronk. Yes. Kronk. It's Kronk. God damn it, Dan. You wow. get his name right, Dan. Wow. Boys are for <laughs> I would just like to apologize to everybody out there right now. That is basically unexcusable, so Danny's oh. not going to continue on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a gold star, sir, that gold star would be fired from my own Conk. podcast. I'd like to raise my hand and say that I bet Conk was on the Oprah show at some point. So. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie uh, Pilo and Mitch? That was really good. <laughs> caught that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo! That's some good stuff. Oh, my God. I'm moving out. Uh, <laughs> I'm moving into the basement. Hell, yeah. 
So my number two is the um, Oliver Queen Green Arrow. Okay. Um, out of all of the comic book archers, Oliver Queen has always been my favorite. Um, I'm not talking about the CW show. That's kind of lame. But the comic book versions, he initially was just ripping off uh, Robin Hood. But the cool thing about Oliver Queen is that when he initially became the Green Arrow, he was on a cruise with Howard Hill, which is one of my idols, uh, known for being one of the world's most incredible archers. He won um, 3D tournaments with a longbow, whereas everyone else was using compounds. Um, he's the guy that filmed the Robin Hood movie where he puts the arrow through the arrow. That was Howard Hill. He did that. He's got his own line of longbows that's still in production, Howard Hill longbows. Um, but in the original Green Arrow comic, he's on a cruise with Howard Hill, and Howard Hill gives him his first longbow to become Green Arrow, and he has been using it ever since. That's like the coolest origin I can think of. Howard Hill is the most dominant sports figure sure. of all time. Why didn't you just say Howard Hill is your hero? <laughs> no. I f- is that your number the one? Howard Hill. I'm calling it. Howard Hill is Danny's number dude, one. Dude, Howard Hill could be Howard my Hill, favorite dude. non-superpowered superhero. He was a collegiate-level football player, sure. yeah. went on to become a movie star, and wow. became the world's greatest archer. The world's greatest archer. Are you? Ta- I, I thought you – okay, you said all those things, and I was like, is he talking about Ronald Reagan now? Or? No. And then he said he said <laughs> Still Howard talking Hill about Howard Hill. Great okay. in his own right, really. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But anyway, because of the Green Arrow connection, <laughs> that's why Green Arrow is my favorite. Uh, Ben's I'm number blown. two is Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Both yeah. non-powered people with super suits. Oh, Booster Gold does have a super suit, doesn't he? Yeah. Sorry. Yep. For a second, I always see him portrayed. Also a former that. football player who was injured and his career was washed up, and he got his Booster Gold super suit. Booster Gold. Also, it was revealed that while for the majority of his – uh, comic book history, Booster Gold has always been kind of a joke. He's yeah. actually been hiding the fact that he is the protector of all of the timeline, and that's his main responsibility, and they recently changed that with his character. Like, it was something they never talked about. <laughs> I've lost my keys, like, five times a day. I couldn't fathom being the protector of all the universes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got so much anxiety right there. Just being like, what? You'd all be dead within a minute, man. I'd lose it. All right. We are down to number one. <laughs> Blind Velvet. What do you got? Howard the Duck. Oh, I thought you were okay. going to say Howard Hill. Sweep it up from under you. He does know quack foo, but I don't count it. So. Yeah, the master of quack foo. Yep. For sure. Howard the Duck. That was duck. the first MCU movie ever made. I'm glad you had to verify that Directed for me. by George Lucas. Was it really? Yeah. You're bullshitting me. No, I'm being for Like the guy from Star Wars? <laughs> yes. Fuck, I just had to clarify. My God. It's so, it's, it's, it's so funny. Yes. In this scenario, the guy that's the cool musician is the one like being like, ah, you're weird. Like, you don't know that. Yeah, no, Anywhere else in life, on. this guy's a boss, but here we're like, oh, you're a nerd. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, so they were, you know, you were talking about the, the fifth Hobbit, and everybody was saying fatty that time a while ago. And then, like, everybody laughed at me whenever I said something about uh, Zorro being from Mexico. And I was like, oh, shit. I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about on this podcast. <laughs> but I'm just glad to be here, man. We're glad to have you. My, Hell yeah. My honorable mention for a superhero is Tiger Woods as well. I'd like to just have him in the honorable Nobody mention. Nobody can crash cars like Tiger. <laughs> yeah. He's a, 
He gave himself a crash course. I mean, he's course. one of the most dominant sport figures of his time. He's right up there with Howard Hill. Oh, my God. Howard Hill oh, again. Oh, man, he's back. Fucking Shit. look it up. The man <laughs> killed all large game on... Uh, um. Is oh, wow. You don't even know about Howard Hill? On. Let me tell you. Is that canon no. in the comic books? <laughs> he, no, this is real life. Killed all the large game in North America and Africa with a longbow on his feet. So did Ted Nugent. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't. Uh, There's know. video of Howard Hill <laughs> killing an elephant with a longbow. I want and wait, wait. killing a lion with like a longbow. Like real life killed an elephant yeah. with a longbow. Yes. Holy shit. He, he set a world record pulling a 125-pound draw longbow to kill an elephant with it. Now, I don't why know what that you means, want to kill an elephant. Cool. 125 pounds? Yeah, what the That's hell? Why is he killing elephants? They're an endangered species. Did he sell an ivory? This, did this he kill an elephant? This was the 50s. It was totally okay then. I got a real serious question. Was it an instant killer? What did the animal suffer? He had to hit it like four times to kill it. Jesus, and you idolize this man? Yeah, he's amazing. We see where Danny's morals lie. So yeah. Jesse, you know who I really like is Genghis Khan. That man really has some good <laughs> strategies in life. Yeah. How many elephants have you guys killed? Zero uh, elephants. From your fucking none because it's immoral. With your bare hands. I have no reason to kill an elephant. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're a beautiful creature. I guarantee creature you that would should... avoid doing so too. Did Howard Hill feed people after he killed that elephant? No, <laughs> so, I bet so, he fucking did. Maybe. So let's I don't ask know. the real question. So Howard he Hill sowed was... ivory though. So here's the scenario: Howard Hill was obviously out. In Africa, he'd been yeah. stranded there for weeks, mm-hmm. and it was basically just kill or be killed. So you know, he, no rescue, no nothing, and it was like, I, it's either this elephant or me. That's what happened, right? No, right? No. <laughs> oh, so you're saying that it wasn't a life or death situation? <laughs> Television crews, radio crews—they're all broadcasting this shit. You know, like, they check ate that elephant afterwards. They ate that elephant afterwards. Well, yeah, I bet they didn't give any bit to any starving people either. No, it was all the radio broadcasters. Hey, you, know, you know, there was kids. Can I have some meat, please? And un- they're like, no. I, I, fuck I have no. actual information about Howard Hill that I've researched, and you guys are all just using conjecture. Like, I don't know <laughs> that he wonder, didn't feed starving children in Africa, <laughs> but. I, I, you also Howard, Howard don't Hill know that Oprah. he didn't feed starving Howard children Hill. in Africa. Yeah. Howard Hill, Oprah. Yeah. I that bet he was, was on Oprah. was on Oprah. Was he on the same time you were? Is this how you know about him so much? No, he was dead. I want to challenge I was the born. Howard Hill thing now. I take back my challenge from Daredevil. I think Howard Hill is pure evil, man. Blake, you're number one. Oh, so we're going to do a, it's gonna be a trio all because they're on the same show. What the hell is going on here? Although I did a, a quattro. So <laughs> All right. Well, I, I would. I'll pick one. No, no, no. I'll you, tell you, you why three. the you other two don't life, understand. Man. Okay. Harry the platypus. Okay. Hell yeah. With Phineas and Ferb. This is right. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Vibe. So I mean, well, Phineas and Ferb met the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. And they created their own suits. I yep. mean, and yeah. they are non-powered. And animated. You're not gonna argue it. Cool. Uh, Jared, no, I, what's I your just, number one? So my number one comes from another one of the greatest trilogies of all time, Star Wars. And this is the man, the myth, the legend, Han Solo. Boom. Basically, one of the coolest hero stories ever. This man literally did not care about anything other than himself and his big furry friend, you know? And in the Millennium Falcon, which did the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um, but I, I think he's one of my favorite all-time characters. And his begrudging hero of the uh the whole trilogy was just fantastic and he got the girl in the end so that's a good one yeah you like that i do so i was gonna choose robin hood as my number one but robin hood and zorro are kind of you know i had and he's modeled after iron uh, hill my number one yeah i'm like man everybody's gonna say but howard hill played robin hood oh i don't like robin yeah you better not say robin hood Hood, a villain and then my number one a is jesus christ 
because he lives through all of us. At, at me, you mofos. <laughs> I like is that you said Jesus Christ and then used mofos right after that. that I was really shocked with Larry Boyd. It's very confusing, yeah. I mean, Larry Boyd, of course, he's up there with, like, Batman and things like that. You, you don't have to say it because it, he doesn't know, have it's hands. Who? He's he doesn't have hands. Boy. He's got plunges. Oh. I know, but I'm just saying. I thought he he's, said they don't have hands. We were still talking about Jesus. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jesus yeah, got that's how hands. he held himself up. Casey Jones is Ben's number hands. one. All right, anyway, Ben, please. Get, yeah. His number one is Casey Jones. That's the worst thing. Ben's ever. number one, Casey Jones from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hell yeah. Um, also known as Raphael's sidekick. Uh, you mean Ralph? Yeah, <laughs> Ralph. Good old Ralph. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Chuck we... Norris is Jesse Elkos. <laughs> Chuck Norris could have beaten the right. shit out also, of Ultron. Chuck Norris definitely has superpowers. <laughs> you yeah, guys the whole about... rest of the universe is just gone, and then you see Chuck Norris and a lazy boy watching old John oh. Wade movies, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> Chuck Norris is the new watcher. <laughs> he was wearing those power shorts. He's not the watcher, he's the doer. He is the man that knocks. Chuck Norris is going to be in the end credit scene of uh, Venom. So, yeah, yeah. That's what's cool. going to tie everything together. That's what's I'd love that. Who do you think would win in a fight? Just Chuck Norris Chuck and Howard Hill and hanging Walter out together. Walter White, just from the stare down. Stare down alone. Chuck Norris versus Walter White. Just stare down? Yeah, just stare down. Of course, Chuck Norris is going to beat the shit out oh, of yeah. Walter White. No, he's got cancer. Yeah, yeah. God, these are the real <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. That's well, true. in that case, he's not going to do it. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Howard Hill would definitely not win. Hey, Ben just popped up, said, Howard killed the elephant with one shot, plunging an arrow 31 inches into the lungs of the elephant. I see that Danny didn't know everything, like he said. No, in the... In Danny's version, he (laughs) tortured the elephant by shooting him four times. And Danny was was holding this man to a pedestal, thinking he tortured this elephant. I'm just letting everyone know. I... In the video of him killing the elephant, he shoots it, like, four times. There's a video? After Danny keeps shooting? Yes. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look oh, this up. Oh, oh, oh. Just to make sure he this, falls down faster. This Jesus, went way what's further. Going on here, man? This went way further, Danny. <laughs> oh. To make it drop. Danny's number one is the Dark Lord Satan. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> my number one. <laughs> did you do your number one yet? Yeah, you did. Yeah, it did. Um, my number one is Satan. Nightwing, uh, <laughs> the original Robin, Dick Grayson, the better Batman um, between him and Bruce Wayne. Hot take. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, my favorite DC character for sure, but also he doesn't have any powers, and he's one of the most badass superheroes of all time. Um, so, isn't he considered to be one of the uh, like the best fighters in the DC the he DC is. universe? Yeah, he's yeah, one of the yeah. best hand to hand combatants. Yeah. Isn't that in the crazy? DC universe. Like out of all of those people, like he's he's up there. Yeah, Lady Shiva used to be the number one yeah. combatant in the DC universe, and then Batman took her place. Really? Yeah. Was Iron Fist ever up there? Iron Fist is Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I mean, when the crossover, no, can't can't make me backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> that was I'll an, die with it. No, no, no a, I didn't mean Iron Fist. I meant the other guy that did the things with the such. <laughs> so anyway, who's got a number one? Another one? Another one? We did all number ones. I think. Oh, Green Arrow was the number one hand to hand combatant in the DC universe at one point too. <laughs> Before he killed that elephant. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was Howard Hill. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do a, a charity later for all the dead elephants that Howard Hill killed for their families. With all, all right. The, with all the ivory that Danny's collected over there. Well, that is our top five tonight, guys. Top five. 
want to give a very special thank you to Blind Velvet for being involved in that train wreck that we just went through there. Hey, thanks for having <laughs> we us. We made it that way. Yeah. yeah. They were the so, most professional out of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we want to do the other reason why Blind Velvet is here. Time for our newest segment, uh, Musically Inclined. Pockets. 
Just like your list, that was a, a solid, solid thing you just did there. Thank you. Almost all of us had solid lists. It's true. What do you mean, almost all of us? <laughs> I'm not going to say who. Some of us, it was Somebody really murdered an Hero, animal. hero, mass murder of animals who can't do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I add one more to the list of, uh, of the non-powered superheroes? Sure. Just one more real quick. Do did it. you guys ever see yeah, Avatar, has. The Last Airbender? Yeah. Sokka from the Southern Water Tribe. Oh, yeah. This kid yeah. literally was amongst just absolute powerhouses, you know. Toph from the Earth uh, Earth Kingdom, you know, Aang, of course. Sister, who shall not be named. I never liked her. Is it, what was her name? Katara? Katara. She always Katara. seemed kind of like a, a B word. But this this dude literally <laughs> just had his trusty boomerang and a, and a sword, and he was, he was kicking ass, you know. Like, fantastic. You know who I realized that I forgot completely about powerless superheroes would have been uh, G.I. Joe. Fuck. Could have used like G.I. Joe. Which one of the G.I. Joe Just, I mean, uh, my favorite, personally, Joe. probably would... Yeah, it's G.I. Joe. No. Joe. Uh, it probably would have been, like, Snake Eyes or somebody like that. I was a huge G.I. Joe fan as a child. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the live-action ones. Those No. Yeah, they suck. Horribly. Oh, yeah. hold on just a second. Channing Tatum is a national treasure. Channing Tatum? <laughs> no. What about Johnny Cage? Who? Wow. Okay, what, what are we talking happened. about next before we get into a fight? Well, Johnny <laughs> Cage. Have I would, you never I played Mortal go... Kombat, sir? I, you saw, here's a great story. I played one video game once when I was a child, and then I became so a guitar cool. player. And he's been <laughs> slaying pussy ever since. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, pl- I actually played GTA. It was the one video game I played. I really enjoyed it. And then my parents were like, ha, huh, you're getting a guitar. And I was like, well, I'm forced to do that now. I played Peggle today. so <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's, it's not a great game. <laughs> it's not a great game. Well, pegging is whenever the woman. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no. actually the whole game. Oh, my You'd God. You'd love it. Oh, my. Anyway, oh I was going to say, if we're talking G.I. Joe, uh, Sergeant Slaughter is my favorite character. You know, he's also a wrestler, too. Yep, yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Like, were you a WWF fan Multifaceted. As a kid? Yeah, absolutely. Me, too. Yeah, I was a Hulk Hogan fan when I was a kid. Oh, though, really? Like, super into Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. And then when I grew up, I really got into WCW over WWF. And then Fair Sting was my favorite wrestler for a long time. You know, I was such a nerd that I actually preferred the management of the dev- of like the wrestlers to the actual wrestling itself. Like who? Like Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Hart. He was okay. incredible. And mm-hmm. then there was uh, Brother Love, Paul Bearer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just amazing management back in the day. The fabulous. I met uh, 
Oh fuck, Jared's nodding off I thought again. This was like a comic book. <laughs> I, oh yeah, it was. I, I think wrestling falls into the same nerd category. I mean, I, that's something I'm a nerd about. So. Jesse just I said, actually, "What about Rambo?" I actually met Sting once. I, I told that I told like that story John on the podcast. Of I met Kevin back. Nash, and he actually put me on his shoulders. Nice. I have, I have proof of that, unlike Oprah. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, you, you'll see it, Alan. I can't wait. It. I can't wait for the proof. But anyway, so you guys aren't just here to play music and, and do top five with us. You're no. actually uh, here promoting your music festival. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So it's called Flatlands Music Festival. It's on October 9th from noon to midnight. It's at, uh, help me out with the address. 11. 1165 11 County Road 528, Saxton, nope. Missouri. Blake, Blake knows why that. Why do you know this? Blake knows <laughs> that because Blake is, all, we are, there are two main sponsors, which is Blind Velvet and Blake Hickman Construction. So wow, we came yeah. together to put this on, and it's a, it's a charity event. So 25% cool. is going to the Bulldog Pantry, and 25% is going to historic downtown Sykeston. Sure. Since we're all from there, we just wanted to do something to, uh, Give back, you know, make our community just a little bit better. Good for Fantastic. you guys. Fantastic. How many bands are we looking at for this festival? Fifteen at the moment. Fifteen bands. Yeah. And uh, I know, is Logan Chapman going to be there? Yes. Yes, yeah. he will be. Okay. So we're we're talking about maybe having Logan in a couple of weeks on the show. So Very cool. We all kind of grew up playing shows together. So Yeah, Logan's Logan a is kid. a phenomenal musician. Like, Love him to death, man. Yeah. He's a good guy. Is there going to be food at this event? Yes, there will be. There will be uh, several food food vendors. Uh, can, can we get into those like i mean you're more in charge yeah, of that than yeah. i am Go ahead. we've got uh scotty's which he's gonna have a what's yep. that called caribbeana creole yep. Ooh, which is amazing it's a kenny's taco truck burgers. kenny's flipping burgers uh flipping scoops burgers. and more which is doing uh barbecue and yep. italian ice not mixed together like i was under the impression <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, i'd eat it i would too i mean you know it's yeah. one of those things uh we're having buzzfeed deli from sykeston tubs tubs cook shack which they have like I think wow. it's called a five dollar Philly cheesesteak, and Ooh. it's worth it. So is this penny. is is this the first time you guys are doing it? This, this is the first annual. Oh so wow! This is the first time we're actually anan- announcing that this is going to be a yearly thing. Very this cool. This is not just a one time thing. There'll be local vendors. Yes. Uh, there'll be a kids area. Yep. Uh, plenty, and it's all the you know. Here's the great thing: is that it's all free. Oh. Oh wow! I didn't know that. This wow. first yeah. year. Uh, just to show free, what we're about. Totally free parking, free admission. Free you come in. So you just show up and walk in? Like, yep. that's it? Yeah. You pay for your food and your drinks, and that's it? That is amazing. 15 bands for free. Donations are graciously accepted because, like we said, we are sure. giving money back. So if you want to donate, uh, you we, we'll have a donation center set up at the festival, which you can take money to. And, you know, you can even fill out a card there and kind of, you know, is, say something nice. Is there any way for people to be able to donate online if they're not showing up or want to do it beforehand or uh yeah i mean we all have a venmo facebook pay and stuff like that we're all in charge of the same accounts sure so you know stuff and there like will that. be flow artists there doing the hoop and fire shows okay six of them which is also incredible they will be there from noon to midnight twirling fire how crazy is that that's 12 hours of that's twirling nuts. fire I know, I couldn't keep my hands up that long. <laughs> Talk almost... about a hot show. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have oh, sound Matt. effects, but uns. Yeah. No, we're not We do cool. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit in the corner and do sound effects from now on. I'll be at every taping. Be Michael that would be great. <laughs> I'm Michael Winslow, yeah. Very cool. He's a superhero. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say kind of the... Uh, stole the show for all of the uh, Police Academy movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know that he's broke now? He was on, like, America's Got Talent, like, wow. two weeks ago. Oof. 
Yeah, that's they, rough. They dude. were like, "Why are you here?" And he's like, "Well, I, you know, I didn't make a whole lot of money doing that." Oh, he yeah. was a contestant. Yeah. yeah, he was a contestant. Oh, he wow. wasn't. Yeah, he's like it was the crazy. Scotty Pippen of noise makers. Scotty Pippen's poor. Oh, and okay. That, I, I was yeah. <laughs> I was just surprised that he knew who Scotty Pippen was. And that guy from, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> oh, watch out! You're offending the Chicago guy again. Yeah. I'm sorry. Talk I bet, to your I bet Scotty Pippen murdered animals as well. And he was on Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the eighth time. I promise I it's hate the it last. Here. Oh, but I, I will say one thing about the festival, though. Uh, all 15 bands are local. Yeah, yeah. Except for uh, one, he's kind of local, but uh, Merle Haggard's son, Scott Haggard, will be headlining the show. And uh, we got country bands, rock bands, rappers, singer songwriters, we got everything for everybody. We got a wide variety, which was the best which part is about great. it. Very yeah. Cool. And uh, I can't believe that we somehow managed to pull off a Haggard coming to our festival. That's absolutely insane. Cool. Still pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 Danny, will you be there? Yes. Yeah, I'll be there. I bet Oprah won't be there. Okay, it was 9. <laughs> All right. 9. 9. I promise. You know what? I think I'm busy one. that night. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, just come, just come <laughs> for me, man. Or there's gonna be rats or something. Would you like to tackle your favorite segment? Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> so, make my Marvel House of M issue number three. This week starts off, start seeing flashbacks, memories of Wolverine, start to collect all of his original memories back from the... This is new information for me. Is it? Uh, I think <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Let's just turn this over to Danny. We got this past. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Wolverine starts seeing flashbacks, as Danny quoted two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> shows him out in the woods with his bare bone claws. Then it goes to him and Cap fighting some ninjas. Uh, that shows him floating in the tank. Then it goes to the past experience of him fighting the Hulk. Jean Grey as the Phoenix. Then it shows him in Japan. Then it comes back to more of the recent time of Professor X talking about the fate of Wanda in the first issue that we read. Uh, then he's got 100% of his memory back. And then it goes over to the balcony of him talking to Mystique that we left on from the previous issue uh, two issues ago. Then he's just asking questions about currently what's been going on. He decides to jump off the top story of the house because that seems like a great idea. Don't know what the purpose of that was. Looks up, sees the uh, Magneto Sentinels flying around. Then it shows a uh, the front of Pulse magazine or Pulse newspaper. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, starts showing different inserts on there on the face of it. It's Magneto's face. Talk about the house of Magnus and the big gala, gala they got going on. Uh, which is a big charity gala thrown on by the British royal family that celebrates the rebellion against human oppressors that held the world captive for decades. So that shows a couple other pages in the paper and some little inserts that I thought were worth mentioning. Uh, let's see, it shows uh, Madame Hydra admitting that uh, Hydra Splinter Group does claim responsibility for kidnapping Mariko. Uh, then it shows Doc Ock working on some mutant embryos and experiment and stuff for a new procedure called Altered. Then there's another clip showing Prince Namor saying it's a big thing that he's attending the gala. Uh, then you got a little picture of Spider-Man and his son spending quality time together in the park. Uh, and then you got a small, small insert at the very bottom of the second page talking about Tony Stark knocking up a supermodel because, you know, that's a surprise. Uh, Shang-Chi uh, shows that he's a gang member in Hell's Kitchen and got arrested for murder. Uh, let's see. Then... 
He goes back to Wolverine. He hijacks a motorcycle, knocking a guy off, saying nothing personal, because that's just Wolverine style. Uh, then he goes over to Xavier's School for Gifted, or where he thought was Xavier's School for Gifted in the real reality. But in this one, it's just some guy that's lived there for 15 years, has no idea who Charles Xavier is. So he's super confused, takes off. Uh, goes to a place called Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze wasn't there, but shows him at a payphone and is outside of it, uh, trying to find the existence of Charles Xavier, talking to an operator, but uh, there's just literally nothing. He's getting nothing. He looks over, sees a girl getting uh, picked on, fixing to get attacked from some mutants. He goes over and doesn't show what he does to address the scene. Uh, then it cuts off to him walking into Stark Tower. He asks for Tony while the secretary seems confused, saying that it's this building, but he doesn't live here or anywhere near here. Then it goes back to the agents that Wolverine apparently worked with, uh, Mystique, Drew, Nightcrawler, Toad, Rogue, saying that they were told to bring him in no matter what it took. And of course, he doesn't comply, throws a few punches, takes off running. They chase off, chase him in the streets, firing at him. So then he's riding away on the motorcycle as out of nowhere, engulfed by a hooded cloak character, who I have no idea who that was. Do you know who that was? It doesn't state, so maybe we'll find out later. It was Batman. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't Batman. But <laughs> anyways, uh, and runs into Luke Cage and a group of people. Uh, they tell me he needs to get the tracker of his chip. They want to talk to him, figure out what's going on. And uh, he turns around with Hawkeye drawing his bow with arrow in his face, telling him he better do it now. And the two be continued for issue number four next week. Uh, it's it's all over the place right now. To be honest with you, uh, it's a lot. It is, yeah. Especially like the last issue was just cut from scene to scene to scene to scene. You're getting maybe two pictures per scene, which I, I get. You know, they're just trying to show you where everybody is in this false reality. Uh, I think after this issue here, things will start coming together a little bit more, from what I'm taking on where it's leading up to. Uh, right now, I think it's just kind of mainly setting the backstory and to understand the tone of where this false reality is and where everybody's at. So. It's real crazy, real quick. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you laughing? That was good. No, we j- we went to just blind velvet for a second. It was. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. There's your shot, man. You could have just said, like, <laughs> Anarchy, man. Yeah. So that's pretty much the show. Uh, <laughs> right right here ish, next week, we'll have a new segment that we've been working on. So um, tell me about the segment, Danny. Oh, it's going to be a great, uh, it's going to be a fun segment uh, hosted by Jared. Um, I thought it was co-hosted between me and you, right? <laughs> no, yeah, well, no, it's your segment. That's so. too much responsibility. Uh, I don't want to be... Our new segment is called Are You Done? Um, and it's going to be Jared and I picking two superheroes and briefly discussing their powers, their abilities, and how they would fight against the other one. Um, we're going to have a short period there where we argue and then 30-second rebuttals, and then we're going to let you, the fans, decide who ultimately won the contest. Mm-hmm. So we will be, again, doing that next week. But for this week, um, that's kind of the show. Uh, I want to thank our uh, friends, Blind Velvet, for thank coming. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you for performing for us. That was amazing. Thank you for having you us. You guys did yep. phenomenal. 
Um, as always, I want to thank our sponsors, Blake Hickman Construction, um, Picture What Designs, and Drop the Mic DJ Service, uh, all wonderful businesses. Uh, check out their websites. Um, and for Comically Inclined, I'm Danny, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya.